for some strange reason, after four weeks, we have still not come up with a name. I'll take the blame. It's my fault. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just want to say hello to everybody. I hope you're all home, being safe, staying blessed, taking care of yourselves and each other. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, actually, you know what? Before we even get into farther inter- uh, further interruptions, let me just um, let's get this out the way first. As you can see on your screen right now is the action alert for Amon Arbery who was gunned down. And uh, right there you can find the number. I don't want to debate on this too much tonight because you already know where I stand and I don't really want to dwell on sadness tonight. But I want to start off and put it there and let everybody read it, let everybody see it, let everybody grab that number. And they are closed right now, but if tomorrow you can call and take the necessary actions, uh, you know, the, the, the country's loosened up, but the injustice hasn't, so... Um, if you can write that number down right now, it's 912-876-4151. And, uh, yeah. I think they arrested those guys though today, a couple of minutes okay. ago. A couple minutes ago? Yeah, couple minutes like ago, 46 that's... minutes ago, they arrested the uh, dad and son. That's fine and dandy, but I'm going to keep it a buck right now. We all know that arrests don't mean a damn thing until someone oh, yeah. behind bars. It took him two months. Yeah. Two <laughs> to arrest somebody. 46 so minutes. I don't want to hear none of that. Yeah. <laughs> call, call tomorrow. I don't, <laughs> I don't hear nothing about, oh, they locked him up. Cool. All right. Yeah. Cool it'll, anyway. be out. it'll be out. And isn't the one dude a retired cop or like. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, Former investigator. Former exactly. investigator. So, oh, my God. You know, come on. George man. Zimmerman was arrested, too. You know where he at right now. Anyway, so. Off of that right now. Uh, there is no debate. <laughs> let's get let's exactly. So let's get to much happier things. Uh the coronavirus. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. How y'all doing? Is everybody good, man? How you, how's your week been? You know what I mean? Everybody holding up. I see everyone's screens are darker than normal, but I assume it's just because you're chilling and technology. Technology. No, I think Sane wanted to go for the ominous vibe, you know what I mean? And I think Valiant's trying to really lock on in this Emperor thing he started last week, but you know what I mean? It's, it's all good. How you how you guys been? Good man. You know, just uh trying to finish some shit. Maintaining. Hey, good look on the nice artwork on the pre on the new uh, upcoming new thing coming soon. Very fly, very fly. Very yeah, fly. that's a that's a that's a mix. That's not like I, w- I wish that was the artwork, but it is not. Uh, um, no, that's the artwork for the mix that I got coming out tomorrow. Uh, with Polaris, who's on who's, he, Polaris is signed for those who don't know. He signed a hospital records exclusive and uh, you know, deep deep drone based liquid guy. And so we're, we're we're excited about it. And that artwork actually is just some sci-fi fantasy artist that I saw on Instagram, and I just hit him up. And I said, "Hey, can we use this?" He was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Great." So uh, yeah, that's what we're using. I was waiting until later, but I can pull it up right now if you like. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, it's too late. You're talking about it. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There's the oh, outwork. There, it is. There, it is. <laughs> there was the outwork for Out of Reaches Volume One, Polaris and Volume oh, MC, Super fresh. Sick Mix. Uh, so yeah, we will actually play a snippet of this later on in the podcast. Everybody can rock out to it for like I don't know how long it is. Um, you want to tell them? Uh, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Because no, like, don't I worry about it. Just, just, it's, it's a little delayed. No, no, repeat just, the question. Just, just, just forget I'll, it. It's, just, it doesn't matter. He was asking how long no, is the uh, don't, don't how long tell is the mix? Don't tell it him. is just, <laughs> it is, just fucking forget it. <laughs> it is 65 minutes, and it's uh. It's a mix of old, like atmospheric, like classic atmospheric drum and oh, bass, like, style, nice. and like current liquid funk. 
Um, and then some other kind of weird, trippy stuff. So it's kind of, it definitely has a journey sort of feel to it. Tell us, tell us so, more about this, this artwork again, though, because it is super fly. It so. is really nice, man. Uh, all right. So the guy's name is Ryan Bittner, and he does actually mostly fantasy stuff. Um, but the sci-fi stuff he does is pretty cool. It, you know, it's kind of like a, obviously digital digital painting. Um, honestly, I have not had a chance to ask him about it. I was just fascinated with this whole spaceship leaning on a mountain thing. Um, and this, yeah, like it could I mean, yeah, that's what it's really all about, though. Those spaceships yeah. on Mars. <laughs> right. It could be a crashed spaceship. I don't know. And oh. you know, the uh, it's definitely like. Um, you know, the, the name of the mix is Outer Reaches. It fits, you know, some space age, but like, I don't know. That's kind of the vibe that the, the music has anyway. So it, it, it's just a, it's a good fit. Sick. Well, we look forward. Hey, uh, let me do this too one more time. I forgot to do this earlier and I apologize. Let's big up everybody in the chat so far that's in there. Early night crew was good. Uh, we got CT, CT Burners from the other the other half of Burner Brothers. Trigon was good. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trigon's in here. True Life was good. Lieutenant Reed, Philly in the building. Uh, the wonderful Miss Stacy Evaded is in here. Uh, the whole Patrol Skies family is in here. Hold tight stream elements because they make all this look nice and pretty for you. Uh, hold tight. And yeah, man, it's going to be some more people in here. Hopefully or not who gives a shit but <laughs> the point is we gonna get to it man um, you pro- promised me at least a hundred come on I damn sure didn't promise you a damn thing I t- I was in promoter mode like you better sell your own tickets I said you gotta sell your own tickets this artist <laughs> you know what I mean you ain't just gonna show up I'm just gonna show up let me get on the, let me get on the list yeah right oh, I like well. Dino Dino put a nice little uh a meme up earlier that made me laugh. He's like, "Hey man, support your artists and make them feel good in these times they haven't had shows. Just hit them up and ask to be on the on the guest list or give them an excuse why you can't come out tonight." <laughs> Just randomly text. That's him. so good. Track, how you been, man? How was your week? Oh, bro, man. You know, right now it's just been trying to cut deals with little one. Literally just trying to cut deals. <laughs> I feel that. She's already. She's an early uh, bargain uh, bargain hunter, I guess. You know what I mean? So. For the most part, you know, watching her grow up, of course, is a beautiful thing. But I must say, it comes with some uh, added stuff that you now have to use your brain more often, so to say. So, uh, you know, other than that, you know, man, me and you've been back and forth about all this visual stuff. All of a sudden, we think we Spielberg. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that's about. That's crazy. Hey, man, it's DIY. <laughs> you know I mean? We talked about it in the first episode. It's just it's a bunch yeah, of do-it-yourself. You know. Track and I have been going back and forth, passing uh, visual learnings you know what i'm saying i'm taking a master uh, an after a master effects an after effects master class right now he just showed me a video he's got coming out it is super dope i can't wait for y'all yeah. to see that yeah it's flames flames we working we working yeah Most man stuff. i like it i like it yes, and sir. then there's uh the boy up in the corner mr alcine new york's finest nope. new york uh representative as well um Honestly, I've been really, I've been, I've been really busy. I don't know who you are or why you're here. So why don't you tell us? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. wait. Al, before... I don't know why I'm here, honestly, man. Hold on, wait, wait. What the fuck? Al, before you answer, CC says you need to get closer to a mic. Oh, that's that's a little. Oh man, we going for it tonight, baby. That's a little. Uh, it's gonna be one of those. I think you sound cool. Let me turn you up though, just to just to see if I can bump you on my own here. Speak. Yeah, 
How's that? There you go. You sound good now. Go ahead. Say something. Yo, what up? Now you can't whisper on us and talk shit. We can hear every word you say. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm so good at. So, yo, you know, Alcine here, Burner Brothers, Patrolla Skies, just uh, chilling, man. Decent week, you know, hanging out at home like everybody else, uh, working. Um, one, you know, um, one thing that was cool this week was uh, I did that little feature on uh, UKF with my dogs. So I got we got the dogs to uh, get some shine on the uh, drum bass scene, which was kind of cute. That's what's I was up. telling Chris. I was joking with Chris today. I was like, "Yo, it's funny. We got the dogs on UKF before our tunes." <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that was a, one step at a time, man. We we're getting in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I I told the joke the other time. I was like, "Man, I was on Instagram making." Uh, uh, French toast, and I had more viewers watching me make French toast than any time I've ever promoted music. I was so upset. <laughs> about to burn the French toast. No, nah, I was having a good time, and all of a sudden it hit me, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> it's like, what, wait, what this is not what I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. French, French toast was flames, though. Anyway, so <laughs> UKF dog show. No, nah, it was a really wholesome moment. I'm glad they did. Yeah, like it's that. nice. It's nice because they do that. You know what it I mean? Was, it was, it was cool cute. Oh, and that was chilling, man. You know, plotting this album. You know, trying to figure out what's the next, what's the next steps are. You know, we're pretty much done. What about it? Been, been busting ass. You know, um, we we've been like just connecting with so many friends. You know, trying to get them on the album and do this. You know, do this right. And it's taken a long time, but we're almost there. We're almost there. So yeah, so man. It's exciting. You know, it's... just uh, just the planning. You know, I talk to you guys a lot about. You know, you know, you work so hard on your music, but, but then there's the other half, which is you know the marketing side and all that stuff. So the business plan, the, the business, yeah, plan. the fun, the fun know, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's 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 all good when I do it for for the label, for all the artists and shit. You know what I mean? For all the guys, right? But when it's yourself, it's a little, a little rough, you know, to to be cheerleading so hard because like there's that kind of effort where you like. You really have to push, you know, more than you would, you know, if it was just a gig or something, you know. So, yeah, so you you, uh, you always find, will be your work. The, uh, the right team, you know, right. to hire for this this process. You know, that, that's that's where I'm at right now. That's where we are, you know. But um, it's it's fun, you know. It's a good process. We're learning a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, skills are getting better. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, it, it's 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 nice. It's a nice situation to find yourself in. Um, you guys, you know, I wish it wasn't like the end of the world and shit, so it could gig out. But, hey, but do it, you know, there's nothing you can do about that right now. It will return at some point, and at the end of the day, man, I mean, you know, we are creating music, and and um, that that's the most important part. The gigs will come. Like I said, money's a side effect. Right. It is what it is. Um, you're making you make good music as well. Uh, so it's it's all great. How long y'all been doing uh, Patrol the Skies now? Patrol uh, Skies launched on 2012. Yeah. Uh, when I felt like things were starting to pick up again, you know what I mean? Like I saw like some of the old, old soldiers like uh, SSD and Glitch were starting to get motivated again. Wally Pishpaw was getting like amped again to make tunes and shout so out Wally. Shout like out to Wally P. Shout out Wally. Shout out to Pishpaw, number one OGs. 
but yeah, man, like um, that's when I, we decided to to do something and and try to uh, get the gang back together. Basically, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, with a with a new approach, obviously, and uh, with more skills behind our um, in our chest, in our war chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dude. man. You guys, I mean, yeah, we we some old soldiers, man. I didn't know. Let's not even take too much of the fuck. But we look young. We good. That means we've been happy for a long time. But uh, Thank you. like what? What was it that made you really cause to like uh, start Patrol the Skies? To me, we just, I wanted, you know, I felt like everything was coming back. There were people excited about drum and bass. We had enough tunes, you know, that we kind of have worked on and, you know, they needed a home and what are we going to do? You know, we're going to go through this whole shopping process and, you know, that would have taken time, you know, to make those connections again and, you know, BS and the, the, the blah, 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 the, you know, back and forth, the friendly vibes. I just wanted to make something happen and I wanted to help a lot of other people quickly. And I, I knew that a lot of these guys had tunes sitting there and were itching to put them out. And I was going to be the, the one person I felt I could be the one person to, to help it, you know, help that process kickstarted that movement, you know? And it all coincided with, you know, what's happening on Facebook and the groups with the USDMB hub. And, you know, um, the when Bolt. Knowledge Magazine dropped out, we started the MB Bolt. Right, which is another out. amazing thing, yep. So, you know, so all those things kind of happened around the same time because I felt the wave and somebody had to to help out and that's what i like doing i like running the label stuff you know what i mean since my days back at rockers you know oh the world um, flex days my US, you know the focus has always been u.s drone base for me you know since since day one <laughs> i mean I, you know um because i feel we you know it's such a big place we're such a huge country that in order for for things to really pop we need our own stars but not yeah. just like four you know, we need like 50, 100 of them. You For know sure. what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and they're so, out there. Know, so that was that was like the reason. Like that was the main reason why I started a label. Let's let's kickstart this American movement again. And you know, with, as time goes, you start meeting other guys. Like I met some guys you know, from England who are amazing producers, but just like the guys from here and everywhere else in the world, it's not easy to get signed to a big label. You know what I mean? Even to a compilation, you have to have you know, you have to kind of know, so they have to know who you are, you know what I mean? It's, For sure. You know, you know lot the vibe. Lots of smoozing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I've, you know, been able to give opportunities to guys from other countries you know, also to get a kickstart on their, on their dream, you know, because I have a little bit of reach more so than they do on their own, you know, so I'm able to push the stuff proper and I, I know the business. I know where to push, you know what I mean? So... So I mean, you know, it's it's all about helping, you know, helping and and, and keeping the drum bass vibe alive. You know what I. It's- you know what I really like? What I really liked about you guys too, from the very beginning, and and I remember jumping on. Uh, we did a tune back in 2013 in Patrol Skies, but uh, between you and Chris, you guys have a very eclectic ear. It's not your traditional drum and bass. It's not. It's not even left field. It's just. It's just a different vibe. A little. Um, a little more. I don't know what what to call it exactly. How would you like? What do you look for in tunes from artists? Well, from from artists for the label. Yeah. 
really for me it's um i treat it like um like my own dj playlist hmm. okay so obviously the track has to have some sort of uh, feeling i'm big on feeling uh, like the, the track has to feel like there's something to it there's some passion to it being made um obviously energy energy counts but there's different kinds of energy you know what i mean you have like that dance floor energy mm. then you have a liquid energy you have like a hard even you know the hardest tune could have some like soul into it you know a meaning to it you know yeah. a destination for for you know when you make it so I, I look for that i look for for wholesome vibes no matter whether they're liquid hard step neuro you know, it just has to be something I may, I may play, mm-hmm. I would like to play, you know, uh, maybe not on a, on a, on a Burner Brothers set, because the Burner Brothers sets are more, you know, in your face, you know, we're, we're partying, here we go, let's rock, you know what I mean, pop bottles and, and have a good time. But, you know, on a regular vibe, you said on a stream or something, something that would really play, you know, put into my, my playlist, that's kind of how I look at what I sign, you know. Yeah, uh, and I, the, artist, the artist has to be has to be a guy with uh, no ego. Well, passion, this passion. Every it's no, everybody's got ego. Yeah, yeah. ego's yeah. not a bad word. I, 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 no, no, I've no, heard no, other people talking this. It's vibes, you know. Believe believing yeah. yourself is good. Have that confidence is great. You know what I'm saying? But we yeah. show some like postering kind of vibe. Yeah, that's different. That's but a different move. It, it's, it's hard to deal with somebody like that, you know, and there's been some guys that I made a mistake. I was like, oh, it word, and then, you know, you can see the little, you know, eh, you know little bullshit. It's like, and you, they, they did you a favor instead it was the other way around, right? Right, it's like, you know, <laughs> but whatever, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know what right. I'm saying? I go to sleep like a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think you should just, na- you should just go ahead and name all these people now. <laughs> don't worry we'll talk about it we'll talk about it don't worry about it no, no. <laughs> no, no it's not really that important but i'm saying for other people listening who may want to do a label who want to learn from other people's um you know um ideas or how other people do things you know what i mean it's important that they know that these things happen and you're gonna Absolutely. meet people who have a different idea of of what the vibe is, you know what I mean? For they have their own vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can't judge them for being what how they are, but I ain't just gonna be fucking. Yeah, if there's a certain level of how far things can go, right? In that whole scenario, and sometimes it may not even happen till during the process, where the person might be just a little extra geek about having something going on. But what you want is pretty much get to the finish line, and you hope that person understands that too. So I, I absolutely get it. From a, from behind the scenes uh, ordeal of all, but I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't notice what's going on at Patrol the Skies, man. This no, I mean, it's, oh. dude, I mean, whatever. You know what I mean? It's happened yeah. once. Here, you know, whatever. it's not, it's not, it's nothing really. But it's gonna happen. You know, it's happening. It's gonna happen to every label. Everywhere. Dude, yeah. Everywhere. Period. You know what I mean? So, you, you know, just you gotta go with you know what you what you like, what you feel, what you feel is right. You know. Right. You know, and um, yeah, but lo, lo and behold. How, how many years now, Patrol the Skies? Six years? Is it more than that? Well, seven. Seven years. Right. Yeah, that's that's still more than a lot of other places right now and a lot of other labels. So Yeah, I'm that. excited, man. I'm yeah, excited yeah. To, to, to keep the label going. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see it stopping. We have a lot of nice releases lined up um, to bring us all through the end of the year. And then figure out where, where to go. I, you know, I really try not to sign too many things because um, the sound is so fluid mm-hmm. and people are constantly learning because a lot of them are super young. So they're all like constantly like a sponge getting info. They have more time than a lot of people are being the YouTube, you know, and downloading all this information to head and work and working. So the tunes get better and better and better. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't want to get stuck with like 10 tunes and in two months it's the same guys that are banging out super great tunes yeah. and now you're stuck having to release last year, you know, last week's tunes. So uh, I'm trying not to sign too many things in advance. I think that's uh, that's kind of like a, a healthier right? life. I got you. A healthier sort of ordeal along that way. Absolutely. Um, is there anybody stateside-wise that you're looking at that you're liking right now? That you don't mind mentioning, yeah. Well, you know, that's a that's a good question. I mean, you have guys like, you know, Richter is killing it. You know what I mean? But I'm not looking at him. He's he's killing it. There's a lot of good guys making tunes. I don't really want to name names. You know what I'm saying? Because like, right. if I start naming names, some people might get offended. Like, oh, what about me? Who would get but, offended you know, though? Like, you should name those people. <laughs> there's, a, there's a good group of dudes I'm looking at, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I have some guys, you know, old OGs who are back on the label, you know what I mean? Like Joe S. Joe S. Shout um, to Joe S. Shout yeah. to Joe S., you know. Um, but yeah, man, it's, there's a lot of people out there, man. You know, you guys will see. You'll see when the two start coming out, you know what I'm saying? Like, leave that as a surprise for the heads. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, what is the name of this album you dropping with the uh, UNCT? Pick up CT, by the way. We can't say his name enough, man. Uh, that man C-T. is a hard, hard working motherfucker right there. So I want to make sure we yeah, keep man. picking his name up. Plus, if oh, we don't, always, he's brother, he's gonna oh, be in my text messages later, bitching about it if we don't. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I'm kidding. It's a joke. The name? Oh, that's you know we don't have a name yet, man. Okay. We don't have a name. We just we just about we're just about done, you know. We um just waiting on one last vocal for um for one last for one tune we've done with um this one dude, I can't for can't remember his name. Oh track? I don't even know that guy, yeah. I don't know nothing about that. Never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, some some dude track. Some dude from the states you like, that's cool. <laughs> uh, this other guy, this other rap rapper. You know, I really don't want to name names yet. But uh, we're just waiting for that last vocal, and uh, and then the two to rap. You know. Well, um, I will say, to not to cut you off, but um, I was digging through your emails because Chris gave me your password, <laughs> and um, oh, on, he linked he leaked the track listing. So I'm just gonna put it on oh. the screen for everybody. Uh, right there. Link. Yeah, it's a big league. So there's no. there's the Burner Brothers album. That is not the back of the cover, ladies and gentlemen. That is looks like Please. iTunes. Straight off the iTunes. <laughs> oh, real, oh, shit. This is, oh, this is crazy. Some real high tech label shit going on here. Yeah, it's, it's really popping off. Because it beef inside the inner sanctum, bro. I wonder what that question mark. Oh, so yeah. we got losing myself. There's nobody on that. There's a feature. 
What's the gold standard? Is it's got an A in it? I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that's me, Al Cena. featuring yourself. I'm nice, my nice. Rapper. Um, All right, oh, cool, no. cool, 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 yeah, uh, Under your spell. Feeling, live again. Is it live again or live again? <laughs> Is it living again? Okay, it's gonna make right. you know we live. You know what I mean? I we live. To, we live. We, we lit. Right. We are living too. Thank you for pointing that out. The ritual. <laughs> the rituals got uh let's see, featuring Jay. Yo, on I got it. the paper right here. How did you make this? Hey, don't worry about what I do out here. You know what I'm saying? Just know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm working. I'm working. Uh, Big brothers, man. Big brothers. brothers. A whole new world <laughs> vibe thing. Yo, don't vibe be. Thing. <laughs> Don't be telling me everybody with my second hustle list. The future, our future is forever. You got scheme, bad boys. Quite a few tunes on here, brother. I want to know what that question mark is. What's that about? He ain't trying to get that up, right? He ain't yeah. trying to. That's the name of the song. It's eight it's, question it's marks. Eight question marks. I like that. That's the name of the song. Eight question marks. I got it. We get it. Okay. Okay. It's kind of catchy, okay. yo. Don't worry yeah, about. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. It's a nice uh, joint. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice joint. Nice all, right, all right, all right, let's go back to y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tight, man. Seven, 17 tracks, man. Um, we got plenty more, though, but 17 that we're choosing for the album. We're gonna like, do 15, but like, I don't know, it was just hard to just, you know what I mean? They kind of flow with the whole the whole concept, story, whatever we're trying to tell. Um, it's nice, it's 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 crazy. I, yeah, man, we, uh, I, we all look forward to hearing that, we're, we're finally done, you know what I mean? Like, How long yeah. did it take you guys to put this all together? Um, Well, it's taken oh, a, a good part of two and a half, maybe two and a half, three years almost. Yeah. Yeah. About well, 2016, this. in 2016, it was funny, in 2016, we signed uh, a tune to formation, a tune to uh, technique, Tune to Nemesis and a couple of tracks to to uh, Flex, right? Mm. So we're like, oh, you know, you know, we, we can do it. You know what I mean? So we're, we said, All right, let's try to do concentrate on one of these labels and send them an EP and you know and this and that. And that you know, we and at that point we would just say, you know what, man, let's just let's just work on our album. You know what I'm saying? Mm. People mm. now know that we could make. You know the proper tunes. They can you know, they go hear a new style because you know we, we were kind of quiet for like a couple of years. You know what I mean? Um, so now you could hear you know how we you know uh, the sound has pop you know been polished. You know the ideas are, are clear. You know we kind of know what we want. You know it's you know part of that is is Chris. You know he's he spends ridiculous amounts of time in the studio. So he he just makes you know things. That I, I couldn't possibly do on my own. He's just easy. Right? He, he does a lot of, you know, sometimes I wake up, like, yo, check this out. And I'm like, damn, okay. All right, well, let's send it to Master. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? So, and, and, you know, you can't stop those, you know, that momentum, you know what I mean? And um, it's nice. Kind of lost my train of thought in front of that. Nah, it's cool. It's cool. You can oh, you you know, you guys put in some serious, serious work. And uh, I'm sure nobody's asked this question, so I'm going to ask it, being that I've known you guys for how many years? And, you know, too long. You know, you know, besides, you know, the whole picture that was up on Facebook today that everybody was cracking up about. Yo, bro, you... somebody hits me up and goes, yo, um, 
you know that that's from 1993 and it's almost 23. So like, you've been at the club for like 30 years. <laughs> I'm like, come on, fam. Yeah, like, why don't you mind your business? The hatred got over here, yo. Bro. It's funny being this much I'm of a sorry, veteran in the sea, man. I was just going to have you just give us the mushy story of uh, the meeting of you and CT and how you guys became so uh, such a, a team. Oh, I wish you know I had I mean? some like really pretty music to play right now. The creation of the oh, Burner man. Brothers story. Like birds twerping and all that. Oh, yeah. um, drugs, bro, you know? <laughs> Yo, I was literally looking at the chat and CT's like acid. And I was like, <laughs> like, there's no way he's going to say that. And the first thing that pops out your mouth... <laughs> I hate no, y'all. I mean, um, this is like this is like a new rating. So real talk, real talk. Um, you know, I moved here. I moved here in uh, in '89, and I uh, and I already had like, like um from Peru, you know, like, right? you know, from Peru, from Lima, Peru, yeah. Yep. And everybody had like a musical taste, you know. I was really into the Cure and the Pesh Mode and stuff like that. So you know, right away I assimilated to that to the American culture. I learned the language quickly. Um, that from ninth grade, tenth grade, so on. And um, when I graduated high school and I was going to college, I started like, um, I was skateboarding. I was a race, you know, I was a big skateboarder. Day in, day out, all day, all night. So we used to go to this one spot by my house um, and I would see all these other kids that would skate too. And CT, you know, used to, used to skate as well. And I had spray painted, uh, uh, what's it called, Astro Girl. From liquid mm. sky on my board right so i was like oh yo what the fuck you rave i rave blah 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 you know make a long story short we're hanging out um we, we really hang out at first to be honest yeah you know i was like ah whatever he was like 12 years old you know what i'm saying i was already old and shit you know so no but one of my friends used to always hang out with him and they used to they would dip and like cars law would go to this motherfucker's house <laughs> and I would just be going home like mad chicks and shit, and I'll be just going home like, oh, okay, I guess I'm out. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, so eventually, oh, so eventually, he's like, yeah, man, yo, come through, come through Chris's crib, we're chilling in his basement. And uh, I rolled up, and we, you know, smoked, you know, the whole nine basement vibes, you know what I'm saying? Like, from there, we just became like close friends. And you know, eventually, you know, started. He started. I was DJing. He started DJing. And okay. So this is like before Wally, the scene you know and everything. Like I was going to start chilling with Wally, doing my thing with him. I, right. I got to bring my homie Chris, and the whole thing. And you know, eventually, Burner Brothers popped out of that. But yeah, me and Chris, me homies, a very, very long time. Pretty you know long time. It's like a brother to me, man. He's like my little brother. He's my older brother. You know what I'm saying? It's vice versa sometimes. You know. It's but it's, it's good. We have a good relationship, man, which is nice. Sometimes you guys finally made it to an album. So if that doesn't speak on anything, you guys, you know, nobody else could say much after that, you know. Uh, I wanted to ask you as well about like Wally and his pivotal moment for you guys. Was he a part of you guys getting together or was he just part of the whole uh, part of, oh, you know? Well, no, Wally, I met Wally. Um, you know, in like the side rooms and shit. He's playing like ambient shit, trip hop, okay. hip hop shit with, with, with Carlos, you know, Soul Slinger. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, me and Wally became friends 
very quick, like fairly quick. It was like one of those people that you meet and you're like, wow, this is, this is my dude. You know right. what I mean? Straight like, up. We, we were always in, in sync with the, everything, ideas we talked about, like, you know, same beliefs and shit. And it was just, it was a very easy relationship. You know what I'm saying? He, he had a lot of knowledge. He's still, you know, he, he at that time he already he had a lot of knowledge in production and DJ and I mean DJ culture and all these things, you know, that I was like like super impressed about. You know, I was like, wow, this dude knows his shit, man. Boom, you know. And um, you know, we'll sit in the studio with him. Oh, uh, he, he was living in Queens, so he was like, you know, like, yo, let me come through. I got the weed, you know what I'm saying? Come small, hang out on the side, watch him do his thing. And, you know, slowly but surely, you know, he's like, yo, you want to work on a tune? We started, you know, working on a couple of things. And then um, eventually I said, yo, you should bring my boy Chris. You know, he's uh, he's into he's into drum bass. You know, he's, he's got an XP50. He had an XP50 or something. So oh, he started word. making tunes. So he was like, yo, let's bring, you know, let's connect, you know, early days. Right. And, um so we ended up writing this tune called the, like after a couple of sessions, we wrote this tune called the Offlanders. Mm. And uh, I was like, yo, we need a name, you know? We need a, a name because, you know, it was too many motherfuckers, you know, Pish Posh. It was DJ Wally, AKA Pish Posh. Yeah. And then you have DJ Scene. And then right. at the time it was Chris Thomas. So it was Chris like- Chris Thomas, yeah, yeah. Like, you <laughs> wow. fucking serious? So we need a name. <laughs> But <laughs> so we needed a we needed a name and so that was like and I was smoking in the barn. I remember in the barn and I cough. I'm a big cough. I always cough when I smoke hard. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, bad news. Alpha Sima. Oh, oh man. So I'm like, yo, to be the burner brother. And it and it stuck. And Yo, it's tough ever since then. Look, you know, I'm, we've been the you know, we became the Burner Brothers. And then, you know, eventually, like, Wally, like, took his, you know, his, uh, well, hibernation mode where he just, you know, after years, he kind of got tired, you know. Of yeah. So, but me and Chris were still like a direct drive, like, oh, you know? <laughs> we're popping, you know, it's trying to pop it off. So we're like, yo, we got to continue the, the, the vibe, you know what I'm saying? So we just kept going, man, you know. I just I'm just glad that for as long as I've known you that the story that came out of how y'all got your name is appropriate as fuck that you two were just <laughs> Burner Brothers. That's it. Yes. Oh damn, it's a bird. It really was, man. Totally, I mean, you know, it, was, it, was, hey, no, it was the nineties, man. You know, everybody yeah. Oh yeah, it was totally the nineties. We, we all day, you we know, don't do early, that anymore. Oh, man, I remember doing it. Also, uh, also. Uh, PSA to those people who laughed at the acid joke earlier. We here at the Rapper Talk podcast do not condone uh, taking hallucinogenics. Dude, I've only did acid twice, man. No good. Yo, Second you know time, everybody turned into puppets. Yo. Oh, okay, I'll check out right here. They're all puppets. My friends turned into puppets. No, hell no. Yep. Dog, I went him. to uh, remember this joint called Reunion? Used to Valiant's have like, I'm on acid now. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, yeah, <laughs> I got a friend like that. I got a friend like that. I got a friend like that. I was like, yo, dude, I'm tripping balls. And I was like, dude, you're 42. What the fuck? 
No, I was just going to tell this quick story of being at reunion some years back and somebody put me on with the liquid drops of acid. And I pretty much had like everybody around me managing me because it's like, it's his first time, it's his first time. <laughs> and at first it was cool, you know? And then well, I ain't mentioning no names. I got to keep everybody else innocent. <laughs> one of the homies said, oh, you're good now, right? All right, now <laughs> go to the bar and ask for orange juice. Oh, and I geez. went and got orange the juice. The infamous orange juice talk. And all of this happened. All of this happened so fast. It was a crazy rush. And I was done for the day, pretty much. You know what I mean? Then I went on. I pretty much said the next day, ah, it's nothing. This is nothing. Yeah, no, I'm good on all that. <laughs> I, do, I did not enjoy my ass experiences, that's for sure. No, that's yeah. not for everybody, okay. man. <laughs> <laughs> just keep no. it a buck. Let's just be, let's just be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's not it's not for everybody. Sorry. No. <laughs> Been there. I'm when I went to the bathroom, when I went to the bathroom, I peeled my face off in the mirror. I was like, Bro, nah, uh, we no, can't. no, I'm not with this. The one thing oh, we're man. not going to do is dive into acid talk. <laughs> That's just not. It's just. It's like Joe Rogan all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, so my dog won't Bro. say that he's made out of wood. I don't know what happened. You know? That shit is not for everyone. <laughs> and it was like, oh. <laughs> People are like, man, it expands your mind. I'm like, have you seen my mind? I don't think <laughs> you don't. <laughs> this is Go not. When I was young, you know. I didn't know yeah. that. Well, no, the first. I wasn't deep Good. in my mind yet, like I am now. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> oh <laughs> hell no! Absolutely not. But it is one to of each their own. own. by the way. Where you I see know there like is heads a... on some like. They can tell you the, the scientific equation to something because they're on acid and it's like no. Well, I was just joking too. There's a there's yeah. a large community right now who swears by microdosing for, for very healthy reasons and I'm I was just joking about what I said. Obviously you know, but again, it's not for everybody. Well, I mean, it is it is one of those things. It is uh, there is a lot of value in it. I mean it is definitely mind expanded though Absolutely, remember, absolutely. I'm, I came I was home and I was watching um, Stephen Hawking's A Brief History of Time. Mm. And I was like understanding it. Ow, come on. Then, really? No, 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 hold Not hold you. Hold I'm yelling at Al. I'm going to have to boot you. <laughs> I didn't even play your tunes yet. And you're going to have to be asked to leave. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead Excuse us, Valiant. Now. What? <laughs> no, nah, uh, Scene mentioned before this whole podcast started that he was trying to get kicked out halfway through. So he's. <laughs> Oh, he's working. He's working on his goal. Anyway, so you were watching Stephen Hawking. I was understanding Stephen Hawking, which doesn't happen all the time. And then very quickly, I I stopped understanding. I just you know, yeah, man, acid. There's, there's a there's a role for it. There's a role for it, I guess. Right? Yeah. Let's talk about mushrooms now. Now nah, let's oh, let's just leave it. Unless you're my kids. <laughs> Whose kids is up right now, God damn it? Or or my nephews. Bro, you don't know, man. There's some bad kids out there, bro. Oh, man, they better not be on this Twitch. You better go to sleep, goddammit. Oh, you crazy. But I was up with my nephew playing Call of Duty last night at, like, 1 in the morning. Don't get me started. Don't get yeah, me started. Yeah, we was getting it in. Anyway, oh. <laughs> this, this conversation is deteriorating. Um, yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, let's, hey, uh, scene, how do you feel about cheese, uh, cheese steaks? 
Oh no, cheese sticks. Yeah, oh, I, need, no. I need to know. I know this isn't a music question. I just wait, need wait, to... wait. Hold on. What kind of cheese sticks? No, you? we're not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to Al. There we go. I asked Al go. a question. How do you I mean, feel? I really, I really love steakums. Okay, never mind. Just no, game over. No, no. no. Um, <laughs> see, see, no, this is why you should specify what kind of cheese sticks. For sure. And as I said, as I as I said last week, I take our hoagies more seriously than the cheesesteak because it's just like that's some regular shit. But I, do you like cheesesteaks? Oh, I love you. Do you think we should continue to have a co-host on here who doesn't like cheesesteaks? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> What if he's vegan? This is, this is where Al looks for the Persona size logo and points at it like, yo, definitely not this is my vegan. label. This is my label right. behind me right now. All right, all right, all right. All right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt. Oh, man. Shouts to Dana Dane. What's up, Dana? What's yo, up, the, Al? Yo, the chat is wilding right now, man. Cool. Dana wow. Dane says that she wants it. Al's dog. Oh, Al's yeah. dog? So Al Al's has dogs them. have been requested by Dana Dane. Eighteen oh, Commander sure. Root back up in here. Cyberposics was good. You're back up in here. Dana Dane. Uh we said hi to Trigon, True Life, Golden Scout. Y'all y'all done. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What up, Rim? Who else is in here? Steve O, Val from BB Squared, you know. Yeah, BP two weapon. Love, uh, what up, squad? Love. New York squad. Love my New York squad. Yeah, New York's rolling thick in the in the chat. With my Philly Proper squad. Meanwhile, well, my on Philly people left, so we're gonna have that conversation later. Hell yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> New York City, Alcine. New York City. That's all I got to say. And New Jersey, bro. We out here. Brother Brothers. Yeah, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. no. North Jersey borough. is just New York. <laughs> I know. It's, it's the, the sixth borough. borough we, like, we, stop. We, we, we made our name in New York. We rep New York. New York is our home, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Like, what's up, man? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Life, uh, when was your favorite time? In the New York Golden Ooh, Era, I want to know that. What was your Golden Era time? Pretty much is what I'm asking in New York. It's it's you know it's really tough. There's to me I had I had two two Golden Eras I guess you could say right. For me the 90, 94 to ninety six Concrete Jungle. Uh, oh. Okay. Ninety four ninety six Concrete Jungle to me was before my time. The perfect perfect. It was just. Woo. Beautiful times, every night. Um, you know, every night was just a rocker. Yeah. You know, you never knew who you were gonna see there. Intimidating. You know what I'm saying David Bowie will be out there. Yeah. You know, like, just, like it was just, it was a very exciting time because the music was so new. Nothing, not, nothing, none of this shit existed. You know what I'm saying? It was new it was every day. Was something you would hear something new that you never heard before in your life. Not even something that sounded similar. To you. You see what I'm saying? Imagine every day going out and hearing new shit you never in your life ever before. Like, what the fuck? You know, and I had no other comparable music at the time. And true. So, I, never started, I never started to play too, so you know, I'll be able, you know, that's part of the reason why to me that was one of my, you know, good che- times. Cheater. You know, I was, I was, I was playing now and it was nice. It was my beginnings, you know, I was getting my chops in, you know, I was learning and it was just, the community that people were around from Dara to, you know, Carlos and Delmar and, Finest. you know, Kasim mm-hmm. and Panic, you know, I love my dude Panic. Panic. Day, you know, crazy as fuck. Yes. But I love him. 
Oh, you know, and then TC and those guys, you know, it was just... R.I.P. Yeah, man, that moment was great. And then the big part, the, the, the part to me that I would say maybe it is like a little bit more important to me, it was the, my direct drive years. Mm. You know, the, the time I spent, uh, you know, me and Chris spent, uh, you know, as, as um, residents of direct drive, from the beginning, whether, whether it was separate or as the Burner Brothers, those years, you know, were, were to me from was '98 to it's 2000, whatever, 2005, whatever it was. Yeah, something. You know, yeah. those those that was epic. It was, it was you know, it was really amazing too. You know, and and we were getting to you know better. You know, be, more people knew of us too, so we had a little following, and it was just. And we were getting a lot of promos too, and, and you know, so it was nice, man. Those that, and the music that was coming out during that time was like, was fucking incredible. Next level, you yeah, know absolutely. Saying? Everything was before its time. It felt back then, man. Dude, yeah, man. I mean, and, yeah. and and New York was like, I came later, so I didn't come into drum and bass until about 2000. And when I was going up to New York. And I was like, you know, rest in peace, TC Islam, and meeting you guys, and Wally, and Pazzy D, and Soul, <laughs> and Soul, and like all the cats out there. Odie, like shout out to Odie, like uh, man, it's just like that place. Drum bass back then was magic, man. It was so. Yo. I miss yo, and that's why we had this conversation before about why probably and this might be why i like intimate clubs it's because those moments going through philly baltimore new york washington dc back when the clubs were super grimy like we made our ways in the warehouses man and like those times were that's that was our studio 54 shit like you know what i mean like like that shit was next level crazy Philly, early 2000s philly the philly era bro yeah let's yeah i i had i had so much fun in philly man I love every single one of you guys that I met in Philly. It was fucking yeah, man. epic. Shout it was just a Clark. shit show. But it was oh, yeah. For show. sure. <laughs> for sure. It was a war zone every, every single time. It was a war zone, man. Nothing but... Yo! Oh Yo, God. I love Philly, man, because, like, it was nothing... Yo, let that real world Oh, down at the art museum, the art, the art shop. It's an art spot now, or it was for a Jesus. while. <clears throat> but that was the the fun part about Philly is like we was just like it was a war zone, man. We were all friends, but it was just cruise on cruise, just just, just yeah, it beefing at all times, man. It was wild as fuck. Everybody I mean, pushed you know. each other, man. From the Diesel Boys to yeah. the Carl K's, the Gasm Crew, Substitution, like all that, and then we just jump up to New York and just vibe out with y'all, man. It, it was yeah. beautiful, man. Absolutely beautiful. I'll never, never forget those days. Just have the biggest pile of flyers from New York City, Philly, DC, Baltimore. Mm, and yeah. a bunch of stacks. And when I finally got to play Buzz in 2001, mm. it was like a few weeks after 9 11. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, we, we did the, uh, we like headlined a patio. It's like all atmosphere, drum bass, whatever. Man, it was crazy. I remember like driving away there and seeing the, the hole in the pentagon and everything. But like when I got there, it was the second time I'd been there. Um, and I think that it would it had gone undergone a renovation. It used to be the armory, and then uh, yeah, and, and it changed. It didn't it change the name of the building. Actually, changed and went from DC Armory to something else. DC Armory. Armory. Um, yeah. um, I can't remember. 
I think it was always DC Army. I don't know if it, it changed or not. I don't, it didn't yeah, change I don't, the capital. Ball, it didn't change the capital ballroom. I can't remember. No, I thought damn it. I think there was some sort of renovation there or whatever, and it was a little different than the, the, the previous one. I've been there, but man, it was. I was so excited to be down there. I was like, I can't Those guys at Buzz made the dopest flyers, by the way. Oh, Buzz, oh my Buzz God. Was... Yeah, Airline Industries is a uh, design company. Yeah, Airline <sighs> Industries. Dude, how awesome were those flyers? Now, one of my good friends, uh, Sarah, Sarah S., uh, she, was a, she promoted a lot of Buzz. So I'd get all sorts of like flyers and shit more. And every now and then, I would tag along with her from Buffalo to, to Baltimore, Buffalo to DC, where she'd go on like one of these promotion runs. And like she'd fly down there, she'd make it in about six hours, which is super fucking bad. Bro. And like I'd, I'd like, we'd get there and then I wouldn't see her again for like eight hours. <laughs> wow. Because she and was then, gone then, in a hunt. Yeah. What? Was, what? It was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. I remember that we, I brought her to her first rave back in 94. I didn't see her for the rest of the rave. And at the end of the night, it was like about five in the morning. She came back. She had like a box of flyers from a couple of different promoters. She had met all these people. And then, like a week later, she was driving down to New York uh, for parties. She became a promoter for down there. I mean, that was right, was, right, yeah. right. We did DC. that. Everybody did that back in the day, man. It's crazy. Yeah, man. We used to drive from yeah, Philly to Pittsburgh. Baltimore, it was <laughs> Baltimore was crazy too, as well. Yeah. Yeah. What, oh, what, Monty, Monty, what were you saying? Uh, I was just elaborating on the fact of how crazy it was that we used to drive everywhere, all these parties, like all the time. It's like, you know what I'm saying? We would drive out oh, to Pits- yeah. Philly to Pittsburgh. We would go to New York or New York to Buffalo. Like, we would be in Connecticut on a regular basis. That's where I met, actually, um, who are now called um, Terra Vita. John Spira used to be a drum bass MC, actually. <clears throat> um, super homie from day one. But, like, way back throwing phone parties and all that. One day, uh, if you guys ever get in contact with... I was laughing about what you said driving from Buffalo, but one day when you guys, if you ever get in contact with Sharpness, ask him about the time I got from D.C. to Philly in 45 minutes. Oh, what? <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> Yo. How? Bro. You lying. I, I, pro- I promise you, 45 minutes. I got pulled we over. Want acid. I got pulled over right in front of my house. Nope, silver is a goat. We got pulled over at your house? In my house. I was so mad. The cop pulled me over and was like, Yo. I've been chasing you since the airport. <laughs> I was like, where? He was like, I have to take your car. I'm sorry. And it was just like, he left all of us there. I was like, bro, I live right there. And he was like, I have to do this. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> he impounded my shit for the night. 45 minutes, huh? Man, how do you do that? That's crazy. <laughs> I grew up in Chester. I went to school in Jersey. So, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? They made a whole movie about how we whip cars around there. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the best story tonight right there. 45, 45 minutes. Who, did, who can do 45 minutes to anywhere nowadays? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. suggest anyone try to beat that, by the way. <laughs> Just, yeah, no, that's probably not a good idea. Probably shouldn't do that. That, that uh, needle scene. was at the top. Uh, scene, CTS, uh, ask about driving us home from D.C. after Kenny Ken. Shout out Kenny Ken. He was asked scene about driving us home from D.C. after Kenny Ken. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Yo, so we're, we're, we're driving back. It's like late, well, early morning, Bob. So we're driving back, and Chris is on, Chris and my boy Pete in the car. And my boy Pete's in the passenger seat, uh, on, the, on the back. Both tripping balls, right? 
I'm driving. I'm, I'm starting to get tired, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't do any of that stuff. And uh, you know the, um, you know the on the on the highway the uh, those bars that they cut on the cement on the side. Yeah. Oh, the rumble so, like, when you go, So you know, like yeah. you're veering right. off the road. Right. So I'm driving, and Chris is next to me. He's wide awake, and I'm starting to get like like those over shit. <laughs> so he would just sit there waiting for me. So I'll hit the oh shit bars and be like, oh, <laughs> and I'll get back. Yo, he just started watching it for an hour, bro. He's laughing. What? Yeah, the, oh, I'm, gonna call, I'm gonna call him oh shit bars now. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> hey, baby, watch out for the oh shit bars. I was, I was falling asleep. I was falling asleep. I, like these guys couldn't drive. They just kept like watching me hit like the the, the bucket on like beer all. <laughs> <laughs> five years from now when I teach my five years from now when I teach my daughter how to drive I'm pulling up that term oh no don't hit the old shit bar don't baby 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 don't hit the old shit bar don't hit the old shit bar just pay attention you don't spill my cup of coffee you don't hit the old shit bar I like how you say coffee oh no that was a good that was a good that's, night too man can you can, can you complain that was that was an epic ass party Man, anytime Kenny can play is an epic party for yeah. sure. Oh, dude. He's the happiest though. DJ in the world, I think. Man, he's always smiling. He's one of the main people who put me on in the beginning, man. Shout out to that man yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah all the way. One of the I first international up, yeah, DJs that was like, I'm taking you on the road everywhere. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Monty was like, let me pack my bags right now. Let me get out of here. No, I, t- <laughs> I, t- I promise you, I, I responded the same way I do every time anyone said that. I didn't believe him. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time you come to Philly, my dude. Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen Kenny Ken since I emceed for him, and I think it was like yeah. 99. And it was him, and him. he played with uh, Herb Diesel Boy and Dub 2 played. That's the first oh, time I met Dub 2. Okay. That yeah. was a uh, that was an interesting night. <laughs> not to yeah, not make... not to bring down the mood, but I know uh, I know a lot of New York people are feeling this too, man. Like we were really looking forward to seeing him for World of Drum Bass this year. Like that was one of one my of biggest highlights. To every time he's on yeah, the lineup, man. it's one of those. Oh, Kenny Kenzie, all right, let's go. Yeah, right. You know, that's like coming out for that. Yeah, right, pretty much. It's my brother, man. It was uh, it was fun too back in the day hearing him go like, "Yo, man, you don't know, man, my son." My son's gonna crush it one day. Like, cool, cool, man. <laughs> he's like, nah, you don't get it. You don't understand. He's he's really good. And now that dude is a beast. Oh yeah. man, he's his own own animal right now. Shouts to Chris and Chris and that. Show. Sure. Yo, right. speaking of baby, speaking of baby DJs, yo, you guys have been catching that wave of like little ass kids playing drum bass and all these drum bass groups. Something now. like that uh, yesterday. Where a dude was like a young kid was emceeing for like the whole day on Facebook or some crazy shit. Yo, this kid was dropping tunes, emceeing on himself. I mean, it wasn't pretty, but he had like a couple thousand people watching. I'm like, yo, yo, I don't care if you can, if you pretty with it or not. If you can rap for 24 hours straight, salute. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care unless it's like absolute garbage. Then you know, what I'm saying? But if you halfway like, decent, he had like the lazy hours, eye too. Yeah, he had the lazy eye, and he was he had the only he had the only napkins in your mouth British accent. Gold Child said he was 13. 
He was it was awesome. It was awesome. It was crazy. But but no, but aside from him, there's a few other ones that are like yeah, constantly like, like showing up on old. the feed. I'm like, yeah. what's going on? But it's cool though, you know. I think that's um mm. that's it's I think inspiring. That's a, uh, it's not it's not like the ten year olds from twenty years ago though. They actually had right, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, but it's it's nice to see it's nice to see they have that there. Where you know these kids are continuing the movement, yeah. you know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, I read this. I read this article today. I think it was from Dave Colon, uh Jenkins from Jenkins. UKF. Big shout out. Uh, big, big up, big up. He's he's done, dude. Super uh-huh. chill guys. So much love to him. Great writer too. Always cool pieces. Yes. Check me out at my dogs on UKF. Now, anyway, um, he um did this piece about. Younger young producers. I don't know if you guys saw that today. I saw the article. I haven't read it fully yet, but yeah, I saw the article. You know, so it was. It's nice to see. And somebody said, um, one of the producers in there said, I think it might have been Ray Keith. He was talking about like how important it is to see dread young people get involved, right? But the way to really for for things to really pop off, you have to have a lot of young people involved at the same time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's cool that they have that going going overseas, but it would be nice, and I think it's happening now in America too, where we're starting to see a lot more young guys with the hunger, you know, wanting to get into into the drum bass world, and I think that's really important. Well, Absolutely. the uh, I was gonna say it used to happen here, you know what I'm saying, but the EP that I just I, I, we just finished the whole process to to release on Focus. And he's in the chat now, Cyberposis. He's only 23. Absolute to my man. And like, I was thinking about it, like this this guy is is literally almost half my age. Mm. Um, but he's uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's there's a lot of young people bring a lot of fresh ideas to music. It's not not just some a lot of other ones. It's great. It's one of those things we have to drastically expand. Um, yeah, and that's actually something that I. You know, I, I was gonna bring that up. Like, how so? How are we gonna do this? How are we gonna bring more of like the next generation into drones? You know, you know how you know. I think the Money. easy answer is uh, <laughs> seriously. Is, no, I keep smiling, man. The, the e- that's the easy answer is to keep smiling and keep making it look good. You know, because right. in the end, yes, the young are gonna do the young, but the young still look up at the old to figure what is going on and how do I get involved with it. You, know you gotta you gotta take chances with them too, and let right. them in. Let them in. We have a really right. excuse me. I don't. I don't. I'll just say we. So we include all of us, and when mm-hmm. no one's no blame. We had a yeah, sure. I, f- screw it. I'll do it. I had. I was even a part of this. I didn't do a good enough job of bringing in people as well for what? the of just whatever. Look, I'm just. I'm just saying. So can't nobody out there say who we talking to? I'm talking to me. You could DM me later. <laughs> 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 As I told Nappy earlier, I ain't worried about y'all Twitter clapback. Say what you gotta say. Um, I'm just saying, uh, we 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 struggle with letting people in for a long time, and and in America, we yeah. kind of had a, a little bit of a chip on our shoulder as well. Bro. But if if you're hungry with it, man, the other thing too is and and not to, to let us in for sure, for sure, and not to downplay <laughs> what you said earlier too about getting people paid. That's a big deal. You know what I mean? That helps. That makes people like, yeah, we can do the because we remember at the when we've started and everybody like, hey man, just do this for the exposure and and we laugh at that comment now like that exposure ain't paying my bills. We you have know what a I mean? pristine opportunity in front of you, Amani. And, and like, you want to do this? Say what? 
<laughs> so, and and MJ can attest to this. Like any artist that when I jumped into the promotional game, it doesn't matter who you are. You deserve to get paid. I don't care if you play at 8 a.m. or you play at 1.30. Like, you deserve to get paid, period. Like, I don't care who it is. Um, and it's a hard thing to do sometimes, and it's a hard thing to swallow, but I also think that it's up to the promoters and the DJs to start adjusting their fees properly so that these things can work out for everybody. That is a whole nother conversation right. and a whole Look, podcast I mean, in its own, but I'm just saying it's, it's an important deal. Yeah, by the way, a whole nother podcast. <laughs> just saying. Uh, the Brenner Brothers fees are super good for the people. So think about that. We got think about tons it. of tunes. We get dubs from everybody. And yeah, we ain't gonna charge you thousands and thousands of dollars. Maybe not maybe in a few years we won't. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like um, it, I, I, some DJs need to come down with that. Until the album know, drops, right? CT just said. <laughs> what? what? Until the album drops. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep it nice until the album drops. After that, I was like, yeah, if I could eat shit, five thousand dollars and whatever else. Look. Now, I mean, it's, it's peace, man. You know what I'm saying? We, um, you know, one of the beauties, beauties of, uh, of me and Chris is that, you know, uh, fortunately for us, we, we don't re- rely on income from music. No, 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 no. Uh, this is less about you guys specifically or even any artist specifically. I'm saying the whole ecosystem as a whole. That's why I said it's a oh, whole. No, no, 100%. Time. I'm making it about us. But, you know, so, like, I have a different view of that, obviously. I mean, I, I'm sure. able to, to, to do to do, you know, gigs for fun, really, if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, for sure. Yeah, I ain't going to fly myself out to you and play for free because somebody, you know, somebody got the wrong idea once. I'm like, yo, I'm going to be in town and shit, bro. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, the time I play the gig, it's like, oh, you know, for the love. Like, you ah. know, one of these days I need to do, we need to, I need to gather yeah. everybody's story and just call it anonymous deals and have stories of every artist <laughs> in their, in, the, in these horrible uh stories of dealing and things i don't even know i remember something that uh a friend of ours told me that i don't even want i'm, I'm sorry i'm not even talking about I'm, I'm changing that whole thing but you know back on that whole thing though i twisted i twisted the subject I yeah apologize. i had to i had to do That's all not what i meant to right away no yeah. no but as, as far as bringing people in let's bring it back to that that time right right, right. There, there's a lot of people right mm-hmm. Don't sound like Bernie Sanders now. There's a lot of people. A lot of people that every had day the opportunity to help a lot of us yes. and a lot of older people and build the American scene larger than it is now. And you know, it didn't happen. It's the people at it the top. I don't know. You know what I mean? The circumstances were different, but like at the end of the day, there wasn't enough. Help, let's help the next man up. You know what I'm saying? Right. There wasn't much of that. And it is what it is, but we, you know, somebody who's seen it happen, it's, I feel like it's important for me and for other dudes who, who didn't get that foot in the door with the, you know, with the, with the promoters, with the booking agencies, the homies, the vibe, that, you know what I'm saying? We need to help each other out now that we have those opportunities in front of us. You know Absolutely. What I'm saying? I think it's important that everybody helps the next man up. The yeah. next man up that got talent. No, no, yeah. some random man. Like, hey, you know what I mean? But like, you gotta look around and you, you see that there's a lot of talented producers and DJs now in America 
that need that need a hand, you know, to make that connection with that label, to make that connection with that promoter. Or, or at least and, go through the trial and to trials, you know what I mean? Because you can, you know, to get there and and to like get into that circuit of where it's really popping, and then to maybe even have a few L's along those ways, all that's going to do is still make you a, a bit better than you were last time. Or, right. you know what I mean? And it's very encouraging when at least people are giving you criticism that helps you. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that's pivotal. I mean, honestly, you know, Al, Amani, y'all know, I stay away from all the bitching on Facebook 100%, simply because I know it's just bitching. <laughs> and I can't. I can't watch the same people bitch every damn time about the same shit. One yeah, if they're fixing their issues or I can't. It's just, I got my own shit to worry about at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, to, to, to your point, I will say one thing. Um, something happened that helped, that kind of helped us. And at the same time, we got to sort of do the reteach. And that thing that happened was dubstep. Because uh, when dubstep happened, for like at least, I want to say almost 10 years, seven years. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. For almost seven there years. There will be no dubstep slander in my presence. There will be, no, this ain't slander. <laughs> but I'm just saying, y'all got me cracking up. But the whole deal is all those youngsters took into dubstep before they even knew what drum and bass was around that time. That's a gap. Like drum and bass was almost non-existent around that time. Think about that. So now all of a sudden we got this whole thing called fast dubstep. Oh, and Lord. of course we're laughing at it because we're like, what the hell are you calling fast dubstep? And the truth of the matter is this is their re this is their introduction as we as we are the ones to reintroduce it to them of right. what where dubstep came from, if we are if we're hundred percent honest. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, right, say something. Say something about. Say something. It's I'm because no, it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love all music. No, 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 no. I love all the vibes. No, no, I'm not. I'm not tripping on that. I understand what the rift is between. Like, I almost feel like his hand's gonna come out of that screen. I understand. I like this perspective thing. This perspective thing. Um. I understand what the um, the veteran ri the, the divide between drum and bass and dubstep is. I completely understand it. At the same time, I like to separate American dubstep from UK dubstep. And the reason for that is because um, right around the time when it got popping here, you have to remember that a lot of the people that were spearheading the movement here and making really good music were all drum and bass producers that couldn't get in the inner circle. I talk about this all the time. Um, so I can't fault anyone it's not a fault thing and i know that's not what you're what you're taking it as or or trying to frame it as but at the right. same time um you you basically took what you got 12th planet who was originally infiltrated and made some of the sickest tunes on the planet killed the noise uh who was e1 also made MLK. some of the sickest tunes mlk like the Lux list Pavilion. the list goes on yeah. and on about all these drum and bass cats who couldn't who know for Let's the life go. of Let's them go. made the dopest drum and bass and 
finally said, okay, screw it. We're going <laughs> like, to go make this. And they did. Yep. And it's fire. And they take those the same exact sounds. Because remember, there was very... Plan, and not only that, but the sound back then was extremely uh, wobbly and more sub-bassy than it yes. is now. Yeah. And then people like Skrillex and Noisia took that sound and developed and it. Ran with it. You know who you want to sit with one day? And I would love to get him on here, but I know that he hates podcasts and he's normally in the chat, but he's not right now, but I'm going to put him on blast. Bro Safari's take on this entire situation, who's another oh. another uh, oh, extremely dude. talented producer who will His let you, must be amazing, dude. Great, he dude. will go through the entire chronology of, uh, cr- <laughs> wow he will I, go I through the like entire timeline really you know he's, it made me sad it yeah. made me sad you know he, when that happened it's, so yeah. I feel like I feel like I always argue that the scene never left in the first place. And maybe, you know, people try to say that I saw things through rose-colored glasses, cause I, but I saw the grimy nights too. The point is, the, yeah. the core of it never left. Ever. Never yeah. once. I, 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 I attest drum and bass downfall in the States more to the recession than anything else. Because we were having parties recession? for a decade straight of four or five DJs yep. every single weekend night Every everywhere, New York, Philly, D.C. It was like party after party after party. Platinum, three DJs on its own, all from outside of the states. And rent was low back then. Everything too. was low, and then the economy fell out, and we went to one DJ. Everything, and people stopped trying to pay, and <laughs> like the next thing you know, it was just hard to keep that momentum again. And that's yeah, I, yeah, I, there's, I, there's so many. I put there were so many variable variables that played into. There's so many into, things that happened. Yeah, right. You're right. It was when just you think about that. It was the economic factor definitely had a lot to do with it. You know? But the parties that were, and that's why people in the, in super giant cities, Toronto, Los Angeles, who had hardcore, super grassroots, Boston, like uh, that's that's place. why they stayed okay because they had the they had the economy to be able to maintain even through the fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it is what it, New York too. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave y'all out. There's a no, lot of y'all. Cool. Like, Val, no, please no, book no, me. No, I didn't mean to forget. Yo, no, Al, let's pack our bags and go do another podcast, no. bro. Hold up, man. I'm going to, I'll be back in two seconds. I got a hot take. All right, say no more. Say no more. Say no more. Is that a new word for the bathroom? That's that's the hot take. Is that, <laughs> is that what we doing? Hot. That's weird. Oh, yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. We don't want to. You could have muted the. Yeah, you could have. We don't need to know that. Like, oh, oh fuck! Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> Supreme Court. You guys hear about the Supreme Court? Make sure. Yeah. You guys hear about the Supreme Court arguments? They're doing it by phone. That's the world we're in right now. Wait, what? What yeah, happened? Okay. All right. So the Supreme Court was hearing arguments, and by phone, which they did not want to do, but they decided, all right, fuck it, we got to do this because the court has to roll on. And while the arguments were happening, over the phone, a fucking toilet flushed, which the Supreme Court, the justices have this very kind of mysterious enigmas of the government. You know, we we have a certain gravitas, gravitas? Um, I I know it's true. mystique, okay? They they, they carry with them a mystique that comes with, you know, with having a lifetime appointment, I guess. Um, And... it's like one of those things. It's like this is the reason why they did not want to do this by phone. <laughs> the process. Are you about to tell me a judge was taking a shit during the goddamn case? I'm not sure if it's clear. I think though, there's some speculation that it was Clarence Thomas. Oh. <laughs> why is Clarence yeah. Thomas any different oh, than anybody man. else? Hey man, like you wouldn't do that. Oh, I would. I just wouldn't flush. 
you know, I mean, come on. Yo, no, but that's like, not it's like, arguments, it's like muscle memory, bro. It's muscle memory, you know what I'm saying? You know? Okay. First, first of all, first, first of all, let's let's all take a moment and realize there's a mute button and that we should all flush after using the bathroom. Okay. This whole deviation for I just let the shit wash. sit there is not wash cool. Your hands. Like I'm not, wash your hands. I'm you number never, one. Never eating cheese steaks. Wash goddamn sure. hands all the time. I don't just, give a shit. I wouldn't flush. Just let it stew. Anyway, so. Hey man, it's his bathroom. His bathroom has rules. That's you know. No, you man. might shoot Rona through the phone, man. You got to cut that shit I'm out. Never using the bathroom at your house. I ain't. Hey, man, you don't want to use. See, you don't want to use the bathroom at Clarence Thomas's house because if you listen to that sexual harassment trial, you know. See, allegedly. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. It's where it is. Kept, <laughs> the CIA is like the kids in the chat. Like, who the hell is Clarence Thomas? I think Clarence Thomas is the one that kind of messed drum and bass over with, man. We should really holla at that dude. What? So I don't know where that's going right now. I was <laughs> I let him bleed too. We all gave you the pause so you can wrap that up. I don't. Yeah, Clarence Thomas. That's all. Just Clarence Thomas. Cool, cool, cool. We're done. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> That's where we hit. All right, so what were we talking about, Clarence Thomas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, you did have a... This is what this content is actually about. Allegedly, right. No, it, you know, one, one thing that I find kind of funny, right? You, you got the, the coast. You got L.A., yeah. California. You got New York, whatever, East Coast, Miami, you know, all that, everything that's going on here, whatever. How would you say that, like, or even, like, let me just compare L.A. and New York City. Make it simple. Right? East Two big right. cities, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Kind of started at the same time. Pretty much. Drum bass goes, you know, in the rave scene. They were kind of, like, you know, the same. And then L.A. kept going. Yep. When dubstep sort of, when you know, can we say dubstep? We can say dubstep. I said it, so you can <laughs> say it. When, when, when <laughs> dubstep kind of took over, right? And, and like American drum bass is sort of like, hey, you know, hey, you know, whatever. And it is what it is. White flags everywhere. On the East Coast. But in LA, drum bass kept going. Right. And it kept growing. Yeah. And there was, why is it that LA has so many artists and DJs and people who are like, Hardcorely serious about their craft and they're presented nicely. There's also well, the I'll, same I'll, amount we, of people. Have that, there's that the same amount of people in LA as there is in New York, DC, Philly, and Miami combined. <laughs> it's like I'm joking, but they're they there's still a higher too. population. You think? No, that's no, what it is. no. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Is because like, the people that were there, the people that were there, never wavered. Also, the people that were making dubstep there also supported drum and bass. That's where people got shit fucked up and thinking that there was this giant riff. Over there, there wasn't. Those same people that threw those speakeasies where smog was happening were the same people right. that were at Danny Johnson's and everybody else's house yeah. going throwing drum bass parties at respect and so on and so forth. Those things never stopped. They never stopped right. being the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but look, I actually talked to Track about this when I interviewed him on my podcast. The, the difference between New York City and Los Angeles. The fact of the matter is that New York City, and I, I know a lot of New York people are going to be pissed off, but New York City never became the drone-based mecca that it should have been, ever. 
It was never quite the center of everything. Toronto was. Philadelphia, in a way, almost became like a bigger hub for drone based than New York ever was. Why? I didn't say it. Logically, on paper, <laughs> New York City should be the hub of everything. For sure. And it generally is. But for, for, for I don't even like this guy, based, bro. But I'm sorry. New York City 98, man. Fuck that. He don't like cheesesteaks either. It's, it's no. cool. There's one answer to that. There's one answer to that, though. There's one answer to that. And that answer is hip hop. At the end of the day, hip hop just was like the ego, the. The everything to New Yorkers in general, and yeah, and I think like a lot of New Yorkers okay, always make drum based hip hop. Always right. gotta have some hip hop in it. Like my 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 early days was literally me coming in with the baseball cap, and everybody else who came in with a baseball cap would look at me like, "Yo, what are you doing here? Oh, you about to get on the mic? What?" It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Al said that, and I was like, "What's wrong with that?" You know what I mean? <laughs> Dana says in the late '90s it was. Yeah, I don't agree. In the late '90s it was not. New York City was a, was a, a drone-based hub, but it wasn't quite what it should have been. It should have been. It's like New York City's been the top dog in North America from day one. I feel like it, it, there's always a couple of little elements like missing something. Just yeah, missing. something always something was never quite down the top. I just and I okay. What that Here's my take on that. I think New York was completely content with being. Japan. They were the silent superpower. I don't think they ever wanted to be in the spotlight as the Mecca. You knew what New York was. There was no question of like it like the 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 history and the roots of of direct drive, breakbeat science. The people that came out of New York was TC is a hip step the connection to hip hop for that matter. The right. fact that hip hop has so much roots there, the roots that are Deep in New York resonates to the entire world without being Bricks, spoken. Graffiti, right? So I think New York just being the mecca of America, period, was enough. I don't think. I don't think. I I think I think places like Toronto, L.A., Philly claimed it more. And yeah, I think dude, and Toronto to me is they, one New of York the had closest. To probably an England sort of vibe, right? And, I mean, am yeah, I right? At its, at its height, Toronto was the biggest scene outside of London. Unbelievable, Toronto! Uh, some of the biggest and best parties in my life I've ever seen. When all right, bro, yo, Toronto crew, yeah. book the Burner Bros. We've never been there. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and, and you know what? That you can get into a whole discussion about that. And as an outsider um, from Toronto, I, I'm an outsider. I'm from Buffalo, so. As an outsider, Toronto always came off as being very clicky, very clicky, and I think part of that, and part of that still exists. Part of that is still in Toronto's drone-based DNA in a way, although there's a lot of like new people like, making waves. But Toronto now is reaping some of that, and it's there's problems. You know, there's you're, you're, there's parties where you have like a, a killer lineup, and like people won't come out. Or you've got parties where people expect, I mean, just like any other scene, like way too many people expect to be on the guest list. It's just, it's a very uneven scene these days. And there's a lot of kind of um, issues in trying to like grow the next generation and stuff like that. Just like any other big drum bass scene, it's, it's having its growing, growing pains now um, because it was so successful for a very long time. Right. Um, yeah, even yeah, the I mean, attitude, even the attitude outside of New York. You know, there's parties in California where people will wait the hour outside before the parties even started, and there's a line outside 
Yo, there's there's there is more excitement. It's like that excitement that I saw when we, you know, and when we were going out heavy. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. felt, you feel that when you're out of there. Uh huh. But when Absolutely. I'm out, and, you know, when we're home, I don't feel that so much. You know what I mean? And it's like it's it's. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's kind of tired, New York, in a way, man. We you know? have high standards. New York will never Absolutely. let go of those but high standards because of how. Wait, 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 okay, so you're going to have two, really standards, stop, bro. stop, you're going to have two New York people arguing about New York, y'all do, do this shit, y'all do this, y'all do this in every, <laughs> every pod, music podcast of any genre ever, when two New Yorkers yeah. start rambling, this is what happens, so let me Yo, tell y'all from an Nick outside perspective, life. Shh, shh, let me tell y'all from an outside perspective, you're both very right. And there are very high standards that go into that. And there's reason for that. And it's same thing goes with the people that are trying to keep a certain grip on things for a reason to keep things whole. And that's all beautiful and fine. So from an outside looking in, when I go play at New York, I feel that responsibility to try to meet that standard. And so does every artist that steps in that city as well. So yeah, even exactly. when you say, like, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, and... Big up BP Val. Hey, you're gonna love Yo, this. Yeah, that, BP Squid. That gold, that Goldie party we did for the 25 years in that room with no lights, just keeping it funky, like straight down to the nitty gritty. No muss, no fuss, no frills, no nothing. It was just us and the crowd. No fancy setup, no nothing, and it don't get no realer than that. And there ain't a lot of places that can do that. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you put that now. Don't get it twisted because I'm not naming no names so anybody jumps out the window. I'm not saying it can't work anywhere. I'm just saying when you go to New York, you expect that. You know, there is an yeah, attitude. There's definitely, there's it, definitely that, that vibe in New York, which is it gives it an authenticity. Yes. You know, that other places may not have. It's, it's, it's got a it's certain different. vibe to it. No, no it's doubt. North I agree East, with you. 100%. It's that Northeast. I'm not saying New York. I love New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know you're not. I'm just, I'm just clarifying for the well, people. Like, Here, like here's a, a drill. Here's a drill. There's a lot of people who aren't from the Northeast who don't speak Northeast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it sounds a certain way. So I'm trying to like translate for those who don't know. Like, you know what I mean? No, it's a different. Sure. Our attitude up there is not it's not standoffish as it sounds. It's just we right. don't see the sun as much as the rest of y'all. So we, yeah, <laughs> we yeah, speak absolutely. different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. And it's and it's it's always New York always is gonna be, especially to New Yorkers. We're always going to be sort of testy to each other because I, I think that's just the, the the environment and it's part of the excitement. So the goal for me personally, all these years as an MC, whether it was hip hop or whatever, was to find a way to make New York people fucking rock with me. Why? Simply because I knew if they started rocking, no more excuses. It's all out the window and everybody's having fun. And the job is absolutely completed. That is a, right. but they don't give it to you easy. And it just, it just doesn't really come easy. It just never does. So right. if you're on your way up, you have to go through those, 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 you have to climb that ladder to success, man. You got to yeah. take those bulls. You got to dodge those tomatoes. And at the yeah, same time, sure. you got to come back the next day and be ready to rock. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I'm not, not really worried. I mean, I've been here in New York since. Right. Day one, so 
I'm not like waiting for the next DJ Cena show. No, I'm here. You guys paid your dues. You know that already, man. Don't Come mean on, nothing. Bro. But uh, you know, that's what I was gonna say. That yeah. mentality, because the mentality of that don't mean nothing. Like to to uh, to us, we're like, yeah. I mean, you know, to other people, maybe you'll say that and yada yada yada. But it never to us is it's like we still need to prove that. And there's a reason for that because a lot of time, even when you're coming up to this day, to this day, to this day. The the northeast, it's not just New York. Philly's the same way. You walk up in Philly, right. you're like, yo, this is Armani, yo. He spits crazy flows. He's been this. And that man will look you dead in your face and go, and? <laughs> you be like, I mean, I just. Yeah. And they be like, cool. You, so? Right. <laughs> you be like, so did yeah. my man over there. And you be like, all right, cool. So you just always got to be on tilt. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird. Uh... I want to play it, some music. It's, it's always trying to prove yourself. This is why uh, Patrick Ewing, you know, how he got unceremoniously out of here. People were like, whatever. Oops, and forgot you to all be. heard about it. Because a lot of dudes, yeah, I know. We, I we all watched be. the Jordan documentary. I don't want to talk about the Jordan documentary. But I'm just saying, like, you pay <laughs> you your dudes, man. And, and New York, it doesn't even matter what level we are. To a New Yorker, you always got to pay your dudes. Yeah. So Yo, if you yeah. so if you went out New York and just rock ten thousand people, and you can't rock twenty people in New York, that's just the way it is. That's just I I want to see it change. I don't want to see it super change, but I want to see more open minded sort of or ideals towards. It's got it's got pros and cons. Right, you know what I'm saying. The so pros the pros for instance, look at the end of the day, that type of mentality pushes you further. You know what I mean? Right. Look, this, right. this, and we said this last week. Um, if you, if you're not ready for failure, this ain't the game for you. Period. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And 100%. and that's that is the northeast mentality. That's the everywhere mentality. But like, it's really embedded in your brain, and it makes me better. I'm way better now than I. I would destroy 1995 me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's oh. that mentality <laughs> of being better. Yo, is yeah, just, doing this right here. Yeah, people are like, yeah, yo, that just, that I'm, thing you did last year was dope, and I'm like, I'm. I'm already like, thanks. Yo, know, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at this tape and shit. Like one of my, my probably my, my first DJ tape, DJ Aerostar. Oh, Aerostar! Right? Wow. So I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, I never want to listen to what the fuck that sounds like. <laughs> like yeah. it probably, probably absolutely like ah, you know, parts of who knows. I mean, I was, it's funny though, but you know, you're right. We're always getting better. No. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. We've had like almost thirty years of practice at this point. Thirty years. Um, you know, and... speaking about like just real quick before I get off New York, because I love New York. We've been, we, you know, we made New York. New York has been a playground for me and Chris. You know what I'm saying? We've been going out there partying, leaving beer cans everywhere, and then fucking going home. You know, you know. But New York is dope. But I, what I think about right now is how is New York gonna. Uh, view our album because their album it doesn't have you know it has a lot of different vibes a lot of different sounds so i'm curious how the new york heads are gonna uh, appreciate or even take our album it's, it's interesting i mean i know like i'm not worried about the rest of the world i think it's interesting that it's even a question for you like, well, well yeah, that that, know, that proves the new york like, mentality it's right? yeah. in, their, in, their, in the stuff they like I, I'll say this to you, Al. Your worries are pretty much around what my worries were when I was doing a life emotion and a whole situation, because it's it's number one, you're stateside. 
So you already know it's 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 more than just New York, right? Right. And then no, number yeah, two, yeah, sure. with all the again, with all the madness we see online and all the the back and forth and all the front you really kind of just walk in with not super great, you know, ideas of like how you just like if they talk shit about me, they talk shit about me. I will say to you. The most positive, the thing is, is that, you know, I said, shout, shout outs to Val, Felipe, I talk and shit on you all the heads who came to me and I, I, I couldn't organize, yeah, you know, I couldn't organize my life emotion party the way I wanted to and I was upset about it. So I just went over to Seven Lakes, shout outs to Jamie and Matos and sat down with them uh, at the place to uh, just celebrate quietly. And um, I will say from that day on, one of the most positive things that came was from some random dude far out that said to me, literally, your track, the state's got your back. And that dude doesn't know how much emotional uh, that made me because, you know, you don't know where you are until you put it out there, right? And you don't really think that much high of yourself. And then you start receiving the accolades. I think the album is dope. It's probably one of the hottest shits I've ever heard. Ah, oh, bless, bless, bless. I'm just curious what the York is going to think. Say I mean, word. Yo, me and Al Steen going to do the IG lie. versus, yo. We're going to do the... Talk your shit, Al. Talk your shit. Hey, you know what? I'm just curious. I was trying to get to that point, though. I was trying to get to the part of saying that the things that we heard behind the scenes was like, yo, the Burner Brothers is coming with it. You know what I'm saying? And... Yeah, I'm not saying I don't want to talk too much because I might start spilling a whole bunch of beans of what's going no, on. It's, it's, but everything yeah. I heard and me and you had this talk, I was like, yo, you guys got something solid here. It's not no bullshit. It's not no one thing. It's a diversity of, of really solid music. Wait, wait, and wait. to be honest, it's one of the biggest projects here for the States right now. You know, next yeah. year, a person that should be thinking about an album, but we'll talk about that another time. You know, it'd be wild if I played one of the songs. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh, yo, this motherfucker like, got me in my, in, my, in my hard drive. Like, you like, whoa. You like my segues? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. well, which, one, which one you gonna rock first? All right, so the first one I'm going to rock, I have to. I, 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 when I was deciding, there's two tunes I'm going to play because we do the two-tune thing. I don't know why that became a thing, but it's a thing. Uh, so we picked two tunes. Um, the first one I'm going to play, I had to play first because it's called Lifted Up and it's featuring MC Foxy. So all the people that want to go back to the oh, scroll box. I have to play Foxy first. Foxy, if, well, before you get into the, the explanation, because I want to know what is what this tune's about before we play it. Foxy was, um, as I've told many people, responsible for me getting into drum and bass. Um when I first started MCing and I was doing rap battles and yada, 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 um, when I wanted to get into it, somebody played me the Red Suppin's Jungle, which I believe Golden Child mentioned earlier in the chat. Somebody did. Suppin's Jungle, the mixtape with SS and uh, Foxy and Skibbity. And the, when I first heard that tape, front to back, blew my mind. Right. So Foxy is, and I've told him this, both this a million times, he knows where he, where that special place in my heart is, so I'm very looking forward to this. This is also one of the first times I have not listened to the tune beforehand, so this is my first time listening to it with everybody else on some super exclusive shit. And now, Al, if you can set the tune up, I will hit play when you're ready. Um, so, yeah, man, so this one of uh, Skull Lifted Up features Foxy. You know, we don't we don't Foxy for a long time. He was uh for a while he was uh, resident at the right drive. 
and he was out there like every month, you know what I'm saying? We became close friends, just, you know, he rolls flips and we're like, what are you doing with this tobacco shit, bro? We fucking roll fat blunts over here, you know? So we became good homies and we kept in touch all these years, you know, and, um, when, uh, when we were working on the album, there was this one, one tune you we wanted to do like, a, you know, like a darker sort of like Amy heavies, but not really aim, you know, just like that kind of like hard vibe, but not ridiculously hard, just, you know, like a, a, a heavy tune, you know? And uh, we, you know, I was like, yo, you know who'll be dope on this? Foxy, man. So I hit up Foxy and he was like, oh, you still here? I'm like, yeah, man, let's do this. And he jumped on it, man. God bless his soul. He killed it. And um, that's it, man. You know, it's it's nice to have, like, that's kind of like, real quick, that's like how the concept of the album, we, we basically have all our friends that we really like on it. And everybody was happy to hear that you were putting together your own piece of work. Yep. Long overdue. And we're all happy to be a part of it at the same oh, time. I really appreciate it. Buddy. Allegedly. I don't know if I'm on it or not. Allegedly. Well, um, <laughs> wait, what's... I, I don't know. 17 No, no, it's not. It's not, but it's fine. I, we can wait. It's all right. It's not. The other one's not. I know what you're about to say. Don't worry about it. We good. We, we, yeah, we worth focus on this <laughs> tune. Hey, uh, quick, wait a minute. quick reminder. Uh, they can hear when y'all talk when the music's on. Oh yeah, yo, you know what? Do me your favor. Did, did did you send did you send uh Amani the eight question song? Because that's the one we want to hear, right? We're not gonna worry about all uh, that. We're gonna play the two teams that I'm are pushing, two I'm pushing, tunes I'm sorry. Here. See, yeah, I'm, I'm just to Jesus, Valiant, tell him. Um, what? Just forget it. Never mind. Damn it, V. <laughs> All right, let's do the joint. Exclusive. I don't have drops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> world premiere. World. World All right. That's, 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 that's fucking. That was terrible. <laughs> Ex exclusive world premiere, Burner Burner Brothers, Burner Brothers. You're listening to Rapper Talk with Valiant MC Track, the Almighty Rain. LC.
Exclusive, exclusive business. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Listening to Rapid Talk, the Almighty Rain, the track and volume. Listening to Al Seen, Brother Brothers, Hotel CT, exclusive business, exclusive business. Thank you. That was um, that was like one of those like throwback sort of tunes, you know what I mean? Like oh, we, yeah. we were we were trying to follow the old, you know, the old break. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that old rave synth stab. Hell yeah, right? yeah. Like I yeah. mean, it was all all everything you hear in that tune is on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, we wanted to make a tune like that. So me, I went with me and CT got together and just like. Banged it out like real quick, you know. I mean, not so you know. There's not like a ton to it, you know. It's dope too, but it just, oh no, there's you, you don't need when they come That's, together, it's... simple like that. It's, it's just nice, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, and then like we were thinking like, man, this needs a vocal, and you know, right away, like like I said before, you know, Foxy came into my mind. I was like, man, Shahala Foxy, man. Foxy sounded you know, really good on that. Yeah. Sure enough, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know what he was gonna do and. Just it's just no, but like that part of it's like, yeah, Yo, you still here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. That's that's yeah, that's you know, so it, it's nice. Like it tells the story of like you know, I'm just happy it's in a way. You know what I mean? It's there's like little like hints in the whole album. You know, where you where you see like two dudes who've like put a lot of work into it. Uh, you know, <laughs> looking trying to look good about it, but we're hoping the heads are like. Wow, you know what I mean? They put it more. You know what I'm saying? The like, most, the most important thing. Is, important, like, oh, shit, they <laughs> the most important thing is that I get to listen to it as much as I want now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think. Nah, nah, it's not gonna. Nope. Anyway, so I got a, I got a, I got another one here. 
So, so what, what, what's, what's the other one? one I gave you? Um, the other one is called. Oh yeah. yeah old. It's called. I think for himself. Made his own path. This one's called Happy Face Ass, motherfucker. Hot damn bass. Nah, it's called Hot hot Damn. uh, Turn down your uh, your computer because they say you're doubling. Oh, shit. Like, you don't know how the radio works. (laughs) 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 You You was around when FM radio was a thing. Y'all was trying to do my effect. (laughs) Yeah, is that what it was? And don't this be, record, and don't this be, record. Don't be coming here trying to produce our show. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, so this one's called Hot Damn Bass featuring who? This is Lion Dub, man. Hot Damn Bass. Lion Dub from Lion Dub International, International, mm-hmm. Every National. Dude's doing his thing, man. God bless Lion Dub, man. Big For things, sure. big things on Lion Dub. Legend. Mm-hmm. All right. This is like a little jungle vibe. All right, well, let's play it then. Half time, man. Listen. Yeah. You want to head, head, go. Live and direct, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Exclusive. <laughs> Ruin the intro so you can't play it. What you stealing asses? Can't hear a word you're saying. It's fine. It's fine. Exclusive. Where else you gonna get new music, ladies and gents? 10,000 on the street. Mind your business. No maximum respect in every aspect to all muscles. All the other muscles, them. Respect in every aspect to all muscles. Rapids up, Valiant, Track MC, The Outseen, Thunder Brothers, Shoulder Skies. New York, stand up! Exclusive, exclusive, right here. Rapper talk to track MC, Valiant MC, Burner Brothers, Patrol the Skies, Armani Rain. Exclusive. No maximum respect in every aspect to all muscles. This is that citizen Braze Oxtail. 
I know who that is. Big cheers and salute. Dangerous, bro. Dangerous there, so you can't. Yeah, man. You know that's like that's the old old to New York. You know what I mean? Like when when like we got when we want to make that tune and we we got Lion Dog involved. Mm. Um, we just like felt like that's like that kind of shit like New Yorkers love. It shows like oh, that that dubby and pop, you know, with the samples and it was just vibe is vibes is right in the body. Uh, yeah, it's, it, he really marked it, man. He really came in, man, on that session and, and he really did his thing. Yeah, uh, man. you know, that's that's a dog, that's a cool heady too, man. Those two tunes are like, you know, what I'm saying like the sort of darker vibe of the album. We got a, a couple it other ones. It immediately shows you know, range too. You know what I'm saying? But like. I mean, when when everybody hears this, man, it's it's we're going from dancer to to liquid, liquidity kind of stuff to super, you know, like rhyme vibes and what do you, I mean, like you know, the shit we love, you know, what I'm saying when you hear our sets, it's like you hear everything, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll play all the vibes. We're just not like playing neurofunk or you know. We, we mix it all yeah, too. I've been hearing a lot of neurofunk t- trash talk this week. <laughs> I, love man. I don't understand shit, people hate doing that. Like, hey, listen. You yeah, know, we need we need to make neurofunky neuro again. again. You know, dude. Like you know, funk. You know, function. You know what I mean? Russian optical was the OG neuro tune. Woo! In case everybody's fucking wondering, that's the first one. Here, get over. Done. Well, let me let me. You know what I'm saying? Like. Let me bring this back to the league again so people can see that. Yo, I'm telling you, look, I mean, those two tunes are super fired, one, and two, they're even yeah, completely different from the one that I have heard. So, Absolute like I said, diversity. there's, diversity there's a lot of diversity in here, and you yeah, can hear man, it that, already. I think man, that was so. the goal. You know, we, we were looking to showcase everything that we, we, we can do and we like to do and that stuff that we were playing our sets. As the Burner Brothers, like, really, is like the tunes that we're going to make are geared to things that we would play as a DJ set together. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff that we want to play, we want to make tunes that fit that that mold. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, we, you know, so and, and we like to play everything. So it, it's nice. You know, it's nice to have that range. 
to be able to do all different vibes and, and call it in in the session, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's nice, you know, you know, we've, we've, I think we've done, uh, we've done a pretty good job at I'm looking forward really to. going through all our, um, vibes, all our inspirations, all the, you know, everything that kind of like has made the burner brothers, whatever it is, you know, I don't know, you know, I have my own view of what we are, but get to the finish line now. That's all I ask brother. You know what time it is, man. Uh-huh. I'm just I'm just waiting for that. And that mm -hmm. once that's done, and as long as it takes, you know, once we have that one, we, we're good to go. I thought he meant the conversation. I was like, that was rude. Oh <laughs> I thought so too, but I figured let, let me let me throw this one just in case. <laughs> but hit him on the DM in a minute. I was like, hit him with the wrap it up B button. Wrap it up B. That's the homie. How are you going? Anyway, my bad. <laughs> so uh Holy smokes. Um Valiant. Yes. We're in the. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so what? what? You've been quiet today, man. You alright? I was, uh, I was yeah, fucking it, with you earlier. Really. I apologize. You guys kind of taking the lead on lock question. That's cool, man. It's I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm totally content. Trust me. I, I shit talk New York enough. I figured I didn't. Even you did. That was pretty much all you did today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. By the way, fuck like, Yo, New York. Fuck New York. <laughs> no, like, oh man, it's like. Yeah, bro. Yo, see, I remember seeing him in New York. Though. <laughs> I think I think Valley is the reason why the the thread's going crazy. What New York? What? Well, all y'all New Yorkers, relax. That's my man. Keep in mind, I love I I love New York City. I love the city. This guy's blue. Why is it dark? I always had a, a, a kill time. So anyway, yeah, New York is always. Armani, what were you? What were you going to ask me? The you sent bro, us. It's a... only an eight-hour drive, bro. We got green tickets in the city. Heavy. Not... <laughs> Al, look, it's only a two and a half hour show, and I got things to speak about. If you could just, <laughs> just calm down a little bit. <laughs> I'm saying, like. I, I came with the ill segue earlier. I tried to do this one. Now you just derailed the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, could we have a little bit of professionalism from you, please, sir? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You what is that? What pop is that? Dogs. Oh, man. <laughs> Which one is that? The oh, girl. girl. Oh, well, that's funny. That's that I, oh, I like that. I like that. This is how you look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> on a scale to one of pretzel, one to pretzel. <laughs> I stole that. No, Let me just. No, let me bring out. Hey, uh, uh, so you sent me a snippet of the mix earlier, so I wanted to play a little bit of that. Mm, um, right. Is there anything you want to say before I hit the play button? Uh, the mix is going to go live tomorrow. <laughs> who, who gives intros like me? <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the. Uh... The mix goes live tomorrow at roughly uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. Cool. Um, to coincide with 8 p.m. London time. Uh, <clears throat> and then I Bad. picked this this particular part because it kind of sums up exactly what the mix is about. So it comes out of So Long by Seba and Lotech. Uh, and into, right, and into a track by Polaris and Schematic. Uh, which came out two years ago. Schematic. Then, Shout out to Schematic. 
Yeah, absolutely. Actually, in schematic, uh, did the mix down and mastering for this because, oh. you know, you got a lot of really old tunes, a lot of current tunes. There's a lot of like volume differential going on. For sure. So yeah, he, kind of vibe. yeah, so he, he uh, made sure everything sounded really good. So big up him for that. Yeah, I know. He's, he's, he's great. Wait, so is um, there going to be a triple drop somewhere over here? or, or a Triple drop? You going to do a like triple drop on it? <laughs> what would what, what, like a five drop? A five so, drop. So how do Wait, I mute? Drop. Anyway, yeah, mute him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it kind of sums up the mix in general. It goes from an old tune to a new tune. Polaris himself has four tunes on the mix of his own, um, including a couple, a couple of those are... Uh, collaborations with Schematic over multiple years. Um, there's a verse from me, actually, it's, that's, it is uh, one of the verses from that Jasmine tune of Anastasia. Fire. Um, so it's only like four minutes long, just give you a taste of the mix. And like I said, it goes live tomorrow, I believe, on Polaris's SoundCloud. Okay. We'll spread it around from there. Cool. Well, we will keep in tune to your we socials. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's get a ting a whirl. Let's, let's rip, rip the, the box, box open and listen. listen. <laughs> Word that was. I, I feel I, I feel better about my shit. Fire intro track. Let's play. Rip the box open. All right, cool. Also, never mind. No, carry on. That's what we name the album. Rip the box open. Stop saying that. Standing on the shoulders of other beings. Can't see the top, I can't reach the ceiling. I can't be the only one who's got this feeling. Feeling, feeling, Standing on the corner carrying my demons. Standing on the shoulders of other beings. I can't see the top, I can't reach the ceiling. I can't be the only one who's got this feeling. I can't be the only one who's got this feeling. I can't be the only one. Now the wind is steady blowing, 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 
The wind is steady blowing. Stone front moving through, mist already showing. Now I can smell the blossoms moving through the air while the crashing of the surf is a soothing kind of roaring. I think it says your name, at least I wanted to. Some of it's anonymous with memories of how we used to walk side by side, letting our hands linger. Holding on to each other, linked together by our pinky fingers. We used to laugh so hard, the stakes were lower then. Taking on the world with your head on my shoulder then. I feel older when I realize how naive the shit we used to think. Man, I just can't believe it. Time took its toll on us. Wounded with scar tissue, we're frozen us, but I'ma wait around and see the coming winter through until the jazz blooms once again for me and you. Hey. tune i think that it mixed into is a couple years old um and i can't remember if it came out of hospital or technique uh, no no i'm not sweet what i mean is like there's a mix right i guess yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah. we just played a snippet mix, yeah. of the mix oh yeah. you're seeing it on the mix. it's fine we did a whole yeah. intro for it it was crazy <laughs> you weren't listening you were busy making origami over there that's all right <laughs> I was Dude, opening I, the I box for us, man. I was inspired. It was a vibe, bro. I was like feeling like <laughs> he had to get the origami in the background. Hey, I'm just trying to get the people trying to look at me. All right, so <laughs> no more guests. No, that We're was dope. This is... You know, you know, it's funny. Like I always, man, when, when I listen to your style, it always brings me back to that like Conrad vibe. You know, what I'm saying like, let's well, go for a yeah, second. I mean, let me just, you know, you know what I mean, like. Well, when I, so interviewed, nice. when I interviewed Conrad, I even, I even said to him, I've been yeah, ripping you off for 20 years. So, you know, so yeah. I said, when I interviewed Conrad, I even said to him, I've been ripping you off for 20 years. You know, it's, that's, that's very true. <laughs> and this mix is supposed to, it is supposed to be like, it's very inspired by progression. It does awesome, dude. It really, yeah. there, there was one part where I was like. It, it was hypnotic. Yeah, it, it, it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the whole, the whole, right, the whole mix is supposed to be, be like throwback to that kind of. But Very cool. More right. Music into, you know I mean? So I asked how long the mix was. <laughs> 